Truth is the authority. All right, first thing, bring your A game because I'll take nothing less. I mean, we don't need more regulations. We need far less of that. We're going to have an open and honest discussion, but the numbers are what matter. The facts matter. Forget about the Republicans and the Democrats for a minute. Let's talk about the people. I've lived the American dream, and I want so many more people to be able to live the American dream. My show is what it says. It's common sense. We've jettisoned political correctness. It's principles and policies that work for everybody. I just want to talk about how to fix this country. The David Webb Show. A lot of the language, the discussion around the eviction moratorium has been in the political realm. And certainly there is a political angle to all of this when it comes to the Biden administration in many of the state's governors. Uh, It's an issue that affects many across America, not just the big builders, multifamily members uh, who are also landlords, for example. The National Association of Home Builders sued on the legality of the eviction moratorium. They've won, but the Biden administration keeps pushing back. So where are we now? What are the next steps? And what about all of you out there, the owners, whether it be a small or the big companies, the big owners, Chuck Falk, chairman of the National Association of Home Builders, on the line with me. Chuck, my friend, welcome back to the show. Good morning, David, and, and thank you. And it's indeed an honor to, uh, to return and be back on your show again. Let's dive into this first, uh, the court case. Uh, and the, there's been an economic impact, uh, certainly, of the eviction moratorium on various sectors, housing, market, inventory, builders, again, multifamily members, owners. Uh, what has been the economic impact of this and why the NAHB went to court? Well, the, the eviction moratorium has resulted in revenue losses for owners of rental housing, both single family and multifamily. And as we know, the CDC does not have legal authority to shut down the revenue source of people who invested their own capital to, uh, to supply housing. So I'd like to, to share something with you. You know, most of single family rental owners, for example, are individuals. In fact, about 60% of single-family rentals are owned by people who own only one or two units. And uh, they're, they're not big real estate guys with thousands of units. We're talking about here just just regular people uh, that have rental properties. And today, supplying housing has become more and more expensive during the virus crisis. As we know, residential material costs, for example, have gone up 22% year over year as of July. And, you know, how can you maintain, repair, invest, pay taxes on rental property without revenue? So this money is coming out of the owner's pockets. And eviction, while clearly undesirable, it can be a tool for owners to work out arrangements, uh, you know, for their tenants who are behind on rent. You know, owners of rental properties don't want to evict their renters. You know, it's a very lengthy and a very costly process. 
You know, that part of this, I think, is left out of the discussion all too often that owners are being put up by many as bad as evil if they don't comply. Legal issues aside, your point, Chuck, that owners don't want to evict. They they have a business. They'd like their renters to be responsible. Many have asked for forbearance, but they've also been giving forbearance to their renters, trying to work through a difficult economic time. Uh, the moratorium removes that. Uh, is there any indicator of how many owners have uh, lost, uh, whether the property, you know, maybe it's a mortgage on the property, an investment? Uh, has there been any ability to track that so far by the NAHB? Well, currently, we don't have statistics on that. Um, we don't. We just know that it's created chaos in in the rental uh, housing prop. Uh, you know, the world of rental housing. Um, it, it, it has other effects on uh, rental properties. The, the moratorium on evictions is is making it difficult to obtain financing in places where rental assistance is inadequate to offset the moratorium. In other places, local governments are imposing new regulations and switching to virtual meetings and making it take longer to obtain approvals uh, for uh, permits and financing. So long range, uh, it, it's just disrupting the supply of affordable housing and and disrupting the supply of, of rental properties. Uh, all this uh, is, is you know, creating chaos in the housing world. And the longer the eviction moratorium remains, the more people will choose to not invest in housing, which is going to worsen the supply situation. You know, Chuck, there are other effects from this. Uh, we're, you know, we're, in a sense, focusing on the renter and the owner right here. But there are industry there's there are industry wide effects of this. Uh, your point about affordable housing for Americans at different levels, again, depending on area, you know, income levels, cost factors, living costs, costs of living. But what about other segments of the the industry, whether it be builders and owners that are affected by this or have been affected by this moratorium? And are there short term effects and long term effects, uh, long term effect distinctions here? Well, there are short-term and long-term effects, and, and as I just mentioned, the the reluctance to provide housing in, in the rental market is, is uh, you know is prominent now. Until this is resolved, uh, people don't want to invest their capital in something that could you know create confusion. Um, you know, small business landlords have the burden right now of the level you know to to. Uh, provide this type of housing. So we want to we want to level the playing field for all concerned. And as we well know, uh, David, the CDC position is is illegal. And uh, so we, we just want to, uh, again, level the playing field and and stop the chaos uh, with with people that want to do the right thing and go out and build and provide uh, affordable housing and also affordable rental properties. Well, so now we have the court decision. The order has been issued by the judge in the northeastern district of Ohio. Uh, next steps, you know, if the, we have a judge's decision, uh, can owners now take action? If there's pushback from the administration against the judge's decision, uh, these are all components. And what about next steps for both owners? And do you see the possibility of an appeal 
uh, being filed against this decision in the Northern District of uh, Ohio. But David, regarding our concerns about the appeal, given that the Supreme Court has weighed in on this, uh, we're fairly confident that administration won't pursue, pursue any kind of appeal. However, we do know that there are members of Congress that want to resolve this issue uh, legislatively, and that's something we're going to have to keep our eye on. Uh, we know that uh, legislative part of the administration is, is trying to aid the renters and, and not the owners. And again, as I mentioned, uh, the, the CDC position is illegal, and small business landlords have the burden now, and we just want to level the playing field for all concerned. You know, if if uh, the the landlords have the opportunity to work something out with the renters, that's the best res- result for everyone. Uh, eviction is not what everybody wants. Ma- you know, no one wants to see mass evictions, and um, so we just want to uh, make sure we do the right thing and and you know make it fair for for everybody concerned. I would think that would be the goal, fair for all parties concerned and a resolution going forward. Uh, We'll continue to follow this case, Chuck. Thank you. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. These are serious issues. And, uh, you know, in this case, uh, you were able to achieve a legal victory uh, on your part. Thank you. Yes, we have. And thank you so much, David, for the opportunity. And, and I just want to say again, the American dream is, is alive and well in our country. And, and home ownership is, is more important now and the demand is greater than ever before. Thank you. Chuck Falk, uh, the 2021 chairman of the National Association of Home Builders, 866-95-PATRIOT, 957-2874. I'll be right back. 